0: right hello hello everyone welcome to the socal summer podcast this is your host andre and i am joined with the one and only paul from tiktok
1: (laughs) (laughs) used to be paul from twitch now it's tiktok
0: my bad no 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 no. it's it's paul from twitch i just (laughs) i just have a fond a fondness for paul from twitch or tiktok because that's where i first saw his face yeah, yeah, the story the story is that when did you start posting on TikTok?
1: Uh I actually I don't know. It was uh I think it was early 2020.
0: Oh yeah, right when the Panini started.
1: Yep. Yeah, it was like um some friends and and my wife at the time was like getting into TikTok and I was like that's for zoomers. And then <laughs> I created like one or two and I was like actually this is really fun and really easy to create content. So
0: yeah, and some of the videos you put out were really, really good. For, I think one of the first ones I saw was, I, I, I'm pretty sure I was following Dina first. Mm-hmm. And then there was a video of you and Dina dancing.
1: Yeah, oh, really? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I met Dina just through TikTok. And then I was like, hey, we should collaborate. So And that was super fun. She was super helpful very early on with, like, this is how you make a duet. This is how you do this and that
0: oh so she taught you the ropes eh? Mm-hmm. yeah and then i had yeah. one then i had
1: one video go viral and got a huge amount of followers just from the, <laughs> that one Dude, video i still don't me. feel like i've earned my followers on
0: on tiktok <laughs> well no talk me through that what, what was that like which video was it
1: uh so it was a uh instructional video on how to do a lindy flip or the over the back, around the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I legitimately think the only reason that it went viral is because there was an innuendo in the video that I didn't even intend on making. What an what uh, innuendo? So halfway through the video, like I'm talking about the like how the, the move works is you run wanna like when you meet your partner. You really have to like hold your, your space so that like it, but I, I (laughs) described that by saying, um, I, you want to think about plowing through her. (laughs) And, uh, TikTok really loved that. Um, and so I I legitimately think that's the only reason that video went viral (laughs) because everyone's like commenting, plowing through her, take, taking notes.
0: (laughs) I mean, you could also argue that you were doing really cool air. How often is, do people see that on TikTok, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was cool. Like, I think one of the most exciting things was uh, the duets. Like, people mm-hmm. duetted with trying the move.
0: Oh.
1: And so I definitely did a follow-up video. It was like, please be safe when you do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure no one gets injured from your video.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I did a follow-up history video, too, which was kind of fun
0: dude like i i like i like all of your uh tiktok videos those to me were super fun to watch even before i met you because mind you when i was in indiana i was like trying to follow all i was being like why aren't there any lindy hoppers on tiktok Mm -hmm. i mean i think matt richie was posting some stuff and naomi and peter were posting kind of stuff they stopped because it was like their audience whatever but like you were the one who kept posting consistently dude this guy He's like a beast at this, you know. I didn't have anything else to do in 2020, <laughs> so yeah. Well, the panini does that to people. Now, yeah, we got into that rabbit hole. But for people who don't know, why don't you give us a quick summary of who is Paul writing? Uh, in the dance world, or just in general? Uh, let's 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 kind of mold them in. How about both?
1: Okay. Um, well let's see i was born in murray utah oh
0: yeah oh yeah we didn't talk about that piece let's not talk about the thing i asked you
1: (laughs) (laughs) well no i was born in utah but i like i don't really claim utah because i moved to california when i was three Yeah, Um,
0: yeah
1: but raised in apple valley california which is uh near victorville which is near barstow which is about an hour and a half northeast of L.A., for those that don't know.
0: <laughs> I drove there.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's a little bit of a hike from, from L.A., um, but it's a, along Route 66. It's a desert town that's um, well, not a lot of things happening, um, but a nice place to live. And I eventually bought a house here because it's one of the few places in California that still has affordable housing. Mm-hmm um so i lived here i got married probably uh well that was in 2017 and then um separated working on divorce uh early on last year mm-hmm. um panini was was rough on that mm-hmm. Uh let's see i was raised a mormon that's another mm-hmm. pretty unique thing about me um was raised Mormon and actually this year is my 10 year anniversary of uh, leaving the Mormon faith. And I was, I was like fully invested in it. That was a a huge shift in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started swing dancing uh, for a girl. I was chase, chasing a girl right out <laughs> of high school. Uh-huh. Um, it was kind of interesting. She, she started playing with a Neo swing band called Fat Cat Swinger. Oh. And I... Uh, she was like, hey, if I'm going to be playing swing music, I want to learn how to swing dance. And I was like, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> so nice. I started learning to dance. I was also not interested in the dance, but um, she eventually left the band and moved away. And I kind of stuck around with the band performing like whenever they'd have gigs, especially like corporate gigs. They'd hire dancers and I performed with them. So this was yeah. like. This is like a bunch of East Coast swing stuff. I knew more aerials than basic steps, I think. Oh um, at that point. Yeah. Oh. I started with aerials very early on in my dance <laughs> career. Um, and then eventually I met uh Britney Espinoza and Karen Vizard, who's Karen Hopkins now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I met them at a Big Bad Voodoo Daddy show, and they were like, Hey, you should come to this thing called Camp Hollywood. And at the time they were both Mormon and these cute Mormon girls inviting me to go dancing with them. I was like, yes, I should. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to camp Hollywood and that just, it blew my mind like that. Mm. It would blew my mind. Uh, and I was, yeah, I mean, I was already uh, uh, interested in the dance before then, but that's what got me interested in Lindy hop and probably the like introduced to the greater dance scene and greater dance community right um started to or i i learned the majority of my dancing i would say like my home base for dancing was riverside Mm. a little place called uh coffee depot that was a free dance venue Um, every monday night uh, it was like a coffee shop that had uh, a floor and as long as we supported by buying coffee and stuff they kept it open
0: oh yeah you had mentioned that to me at one point yeah
1: Mm -hmm. um eventually that closed down uh scene kind of changed hands and um i got way more involved with uh lindy groove and now teach there regularly and i i claim that as as my dance home now um let's see i started live streaming in 2017 i i've been competing for over 10 years um but i've just I just never really saw any success with that. And I, I don't really think I understood like the effort and the work that it took to be a competitive dancer and to improve like in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. The scene also just kept improving every year. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, But I do, I specifically remember this just, I, uh one year i yeah it was in 2017 after camp hollywood i posted on on facebook i was like i i just don't know what to do i don't know how to get better blah 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 Uh and sam chan actually called me out and he's like well what have you done like what have you done to get better like list it out and i was like i
0: uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah damn
1: so i uh at that point i was like I had already been playing with streaming like video games and stuff. And I was like, how cool would it be to do a dance stream searched on Twitch? There's not dancers that I knew of on Twitch at all. Yeah. So I started live streaming my uh, practices and that eventually became live streaming my social dance nights. And that eventually worked its way into live streaming weekend events. And uh, I just started getting known for, streaming streaming dance events and that sort of thing and i i I found that it was a really fun and and unique way to contribute to the the dance community uh fast forward to 2020 and i was one of the few that actually knew what they were doing as far as streaming content and producing online content mm-hmm. um so i i posted a blog super early on about like hey dance professionals this is what you can do to to stay afloat. Um, and I really, honestly, like people were starting to get to know like of the stream and of me in the dance scene right before the pandemic. But the pandemic just like exploded. Everybody like a lot more people knew of my stream, and I also um I did the uh, started the global online social, which was I, or yeah. <laughs> like. It was super early on in the pandemic and I was like, I'm going to commit to doing this weekly. Um, I'm going to commit to doing this weekly for the entire length of the pandemic. Thinking like, oh, it'd be three, four months. And then I did it for an entire year weekly. Um, Getting DJs from around the world. And it was a 10-hour stream every Thursday. Um, And that was awesome. Like that, it like kept so many of us together and listening to jazz music and and like a sense of community even for me it was like survival mode um but then the second year 2021 we switched it to a monthly thing where we raised a thousand dollars for a different charity every month and we did that for an entire year too so that was really awesome
0: did you did you so you were doing this all out of the kindness of your own heart and just
1: uh, like- it, was, it was half kindness half survival like it was for me to, like I didn't so actually that's another kind of component is a uh, I was working as a financial advisor for the last like six years yeah Um, before the pandemic and in 2019 after Camp Hollywood in September I decided to quit my job and, and pursue a career in dance I wanted yeah. to open up a a ballroom and coffee shop type of hybrid thing in the lo- in my local area, mm-hmm. um, so I quit and started just like going full blown into like dancing, teaching, all that stuff, and then mm-hmm. the pandemic hit six months later. <laughs> so I also yeah. didn't have anything to do and didn't have an income stream, so I was like throwing everything at the wall, like seeing what what would stick.
0: So. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then now you work at Firefly.
1: Yeah. So Ooh. I work for a, a team building company, which actually, so I I produced Virtual Camp Hollywood. Um, And my boss has always been the, he's been the volunteer coordinator slash like, he is like Hillary's right-hand man for Camp Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and he saw the work that I did at Camp Hollywood and just, he was familiar with other things that I was doing and asked if I would help out with, the virtual events at his team building company. So I joined up with that. so I'm like working with a group of dancers as well. <laughs> but um, but I've been doing that since late 2020. And I, I love that job. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, dude. And technically, I haven't started yet. But we work together. Technically. Yeah. 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 I haven't done an MC gig yet. But uh, everyone, this is the story of Paul writing. You mentioned a lot of things there that were, yeah, accurate. I like, yeah, like <laughs> that was a lot of things. Dude. Feel free to, to ask about any. of. Oh it. dude, there are so many different directions. This can go. I think one of the first things that I want to chat with you about um, is essentially that journey that you had with dancing, right? Cause you said in 2017, you were like, Hey, um, what am I doing? Or Paul or Sam said, list out the things that you're doing to get better. So then what did you do from 2017 till now where in the past Camp Hollywood where you got two medals yeah Uh
1: I yeah I think so placed 3 three.
0: <laughs>
1: Bam. 3 Um honestly most of it was just realizing that I needed needed to be working on my personal um quality of movement like I think and and just like regularly working like going out social dancing is not enough to um to improve like for competitions in my opinion
0: yeah Yeah, um
1: so after after I healed from losing I didn't even get any marks in 2017 I think like it was it was really bad um But I had actually been teaching, I had been teaching this girl who was um, like, I just tell she was just really alive for the dance. Like she was working really hard. She was coming out dancing regularly. And I was like, this girl is going to be really good. Like, I think I would like to try investing time into into a partnership with her. And that was, that was Laura. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I struck gold with that because Laura is way better than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Laura's such a good dancer. Um, And so I started partnering. Yeah. Partnering with her regularly. And um, one thing that was cool about starting that partnership off is Right off the bat, we did a partnership, like, road trip up to Sacramento and took some private lessons with Jen and AJ. Uh,
0: uh-huh.
1: Um, but that was, like, I, such a good way to see if we would be compatible working with each other and uh, taking lessons together and that sort of thing. Like, that was it, – and it was kind of on accident. We were like, oh, I know these people that teach air. Let's go up there. But it was, like – it, like, solidified the partnership so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so having a regular partner to work with was super, super rewarding. Um, and then I started working with Iwana as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Iwana is just as talented, like she's she's amazing. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, having dedicated partners to work with really I mean that is a <laughs> I do recognize my privilege being in Southern California, uh, <laughs> being able to, to work with dancers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but aside from that, I started live streaming a lot of my at-home practices. So I just turn on jazz music and dance for two hours sometimes,
0: um, yeah. and yeah, well, in the jungle, huh? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so who are your who are your partners now that you work? Because you've worked with all three, right? Three, third being Nadia, I'm assuming
1: yeah so Nadia and I started working honestly Nadia and I have just we've always really enjoyed dancing with each other like since I met her mm-hmm. um but uh <laughs> now i'm gonna i I praised Laura but now I'm gonna throw her into the bus. <laughs>
0: She can handle it. She, <laughs> she, would, she, would, do
1: the, she would do the same <laughs> on this podcast, anyways. <laughs> so uh, this last year for Camp Hollywood, um, I so uh, there's a lot of context going into this as well, um, and I don't I don't mind sharing about it. But um, with Hunter, who is my ex, with her leaving early in the year in uh, 2022, mm-hmm. um, I was just. Uh, grieving like it was, a, it was a really really difficult year and um, I had asked Laura to compete at Camp Hollywood with me um, because 2021 ended up getting cancelled so we bumped it to 2022 and bless Laura's heart but she was she had been over like fast dancing she just was not enjoying it she did not want to do it strictly mm-hmm. but she was caring for me as a friend and just mm-hmm. like and just committed to it even though i could tell her heart wasn't in it Mm -hmm. um and it finally just it got to a breaking point i think it was like three weeks before camp hollywood uh got to a breaking point where i was like laura like if you don't want to do this i i don't want to do this like what i don't want i don't want you to do this for me like Mm. it needs to be for you as well so we had that that difficult conversation um and decided to pull the plug on it um and then uh like nadia and i had like we love fast dancing with with each other and so I, i asked her i was like hey would you be willing would you be willing to to do this strictly with me and so we got together and practiced i think three maybe four times um and and made finals at camp hollywood and then placed fourth place like um and i'm super Super proud of the work that we we got that we did together in such a short amount of time. Um, yeah, is awesome, she is awesome. Uh, the we threw an aerial in finals, uh, that I had taught her that the day before. So,
0: was that when we were all practicing? That's mm-hmm. when you, oh, that was the, when you all like put that together.
1: Yeah, the Lindy flip was uh, she had never done it
0: or we had
1: never done it together at least
0: gotcha gotcha okay so, so you mentioned you work with Laura you want nadia
1: right now right um i'm i actually wanna <laughs> and i haven't actually had that conversation for this year um oh okay we've she's been uber busy with her uh film stuff
0: her movie that she was in
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah hallmark movie shout out to i forget the name of it but um
0: yeah yeah
1: movie star dance partner
0: (laughs) i know right it's kind of nuts so
1: So, yeah yeah, we haven't even talked about that um but working with laura working with nadia um i guess that's it for now trying to think of
0: yeah I, I remember when you and I had a conversation about like working with partners and how um, there is no, like I only work with this person. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like we all interchange partners. Yeah. And so I feel, I feel like that's such a cool way to like be ambidextrous, I guess you could say be able to dance with different leads or follows in a specific way with that specific person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean?
1: I, and that's actually a goal that I have is to kind of at least to some degree, adopt my styling to whatever person I'm dancing with. Like when I dance with Iwana, it's a very different look than when I'm dancing with with Laura. I mean, maybe not very different. I think it is.
0: <laughs> no, I I I feel you. The whole partnership thing is so interesting because I remember when I was hanging out at your house, you showed me a video of you and Laura when you were all just like you were you were wearing a green tie and it was at your office right yeah and i i couldn't really recognize laura um because yeah. she she looked like she looked like uh the kids who i went to high school with you know who are all very innocent and all that you know not that Laura's not innocent now you know
1: <laughs> she was way more than though <laughs> There's definitely a contrast.
0: Yeah. At, at some point, I'm going to have her uh, on this podcast. I'm going to ask both of you to be on this podcast. But as far as <laughs> partnership goes, when I when I watch you two dance or when I like pop my head in a lindy groove, your teaching chemistry or just your partnership chemistry is so there. It's really, really cool.
1: Thank you. I, that means a lot. That like legit, especially with the teaching stuff, that means a lot because it's something that we really, really value. And actually Mm -hmm. on that, she told me that uh, you're her number one sub choice. (laughs) She was like, she was like, it was awesome with Andre and he he, like fits our vibe. So you're you're the number one pick for sub.
0: Aw, I feel I feel so touched that Laura said that because that is such a huge honor, man. Stepping into your shoes. (laughs) I had to I had to do the whole like Camp Hollywood. Andre psyched myself up. I'm like, all right. This is Paul's class. I'm going to make Paul proud. Let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> because you you all have like a specific style. And I told Laura, I was like, hey, this is your class. You take lead and I'll follow your lead. And it ended up working out very, very well. Hello. You know? I hope you're ready
1: fun. again because uh, I'm about to ask you for uh, two weeks from now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> two weeks from now? Yeah. Well, that's, okay, that's, that's good the, to know. The ninth. <laughs> I'll be out of town. Oh, that's minor swing weekend, dude. Oh, where are you going?
1: I am going to uh Cancun with Firefly.
0: Oh, so
1: yeah. Firefly has been doing an annual retreat, um, where they take the whole company and all expenses paid go to Cancun. It's really awesome,
0: dude. Oh. Congr- congrats, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be a really fun trip. Is Amy going too? Mm-hmm. Yep so me and kendra and yeah so for those of you who don't know there's this wonderful dancer named amy is it marwin is that how her yeah. last name marwin she is absolutely phenomenal she's actually one of the first people i met and i danced with when i first moved out here to really Coco. Uh, yeah yeah Cause... that's funny because
1: amy's so not an extrovert <laughs>
0: I know, I know. I think I, think I might have freaked out a little bit because I was just so excited to be, like, in the dance scene again. And we had a great dance, and she was really nice. She introduced me to some people. It was just really, really cool. But She, she also works for Firefly, and she's just a nice person, dude.
1: Yeah, Amy's super sweet. Super, yeah, super sweet. And, yeah, an awesome dancer.
0: Mm. Speaking of which, I want to talk about, like, our group of friends, because I feel like we have a very cool group, a really, a really like great group at Lindy Groove. You know, mm-hmm. when I think Lindy Groove, I think you, Joanna, Laura, Josiah, Nadia. You know, obviously our leaders Lance and Vicky. Dude, the entire Lindy Lindy Groove people—it's just a vibe. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Like, I. I am. I look up to Lance and Vicky so much like um they are so so particular about um creating a welcoming and um like I mean just a welcoming place to dance like it is mm-hmm. it is a place where you can call home very quickly because they are very deliberate about creating that space sometimes mm-hmm. probably a little too deliberate <laughs> like but but there is so so much thought put into making that place what it is and i i really appreciate that
0: yeah uh for people who don't know can you describe linda groove where it's at what it is all that
1: Yeah. So linda groove is every thursday night uh it's been happening for over 20 years now um every thursday night in pasadena california Uh, it takes place in this big old masonic temple that they've like man they have like massaged the crap out of that relationship like Mm -hmm. and lindy groove does really cool things like behind the scenes where like in order as kind of like part of the trade part of the deal like they take care of the floors like Mm -hmm. lindy groove is the one that coats the floor in that building because they're very particular about keeping it danceable and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so there's all these like little intricacies about that relationship that makes it hum um and it's just for me because it's and not saying that places like atomic and like for profit places can't harbor the the energy like the welcoming energy but like because lindy groove is is not a for-profit type of thing like it's literally just done to promote dance and to be a place of dance mm-hmm. um i think it's very it's just very evident that it's it's about the love of the dance there and the love of the community yeah um and even going as far to say like like during the pandemic there were very 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 few um event organizers that kept something going throughout the entire pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh and Lindy Groove was one of those. Like Lindy mm. Groove not only kept things afloat, like like kept a virtual event going, but they paid the people involved
0: mm. every week
1: for the entire pandemic. Mm. Um as a way to try to like try to keep dance professionals afloat. Like I mm. I think that's really awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. I got a peek a slight peek into Lindy Groove behind the scenes when talking to Lance or DJing and stuff, and there's so much that goes into it. If you are someone who goes to Lindy Groove, I hope that you recognize how you, how, how Vicky and Lance put in so much work, and everyone, all the volunteers who set up, tear down that whole process like that. I have major respect for everyone. Plus, I found out that Lindy Groove is huge as in like it's a very it's a very big milestone for a lot of dancers evita referenced it and like a bunch of other people referenced it as being like a a, a cornerstone of their dancing which i think is amazing because it's our weekly place and we're just like oh yeah lindy groove but there are people that like lindy groove you yeah. know from like way back
1: yeah it's like people it's like when they think about Southern oh, where where to dance in Southern California? It's like mm-hmm. I, I think Lindy Groove probably honestly carries more weight than Atomic. Like people know they just know of Lindy Groove. Um yeah. well and plus Atomics like people think Orange County, like it's Orange County, Orange County. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I was yeah, say- just
1: like Frim Fram for New York. Like there's there's places that have just been around forever.
0: Right. Right. Not to mention, you know, Lindy has Lindy Groove. That's their main thing. But Atomic, they had Inspiration Weekend, um, all that other stuff. And, like, they produce a lot of videos and whatnot. And so I remember when I was, when I first moved here, I danced with, with a very prominent dancer who I got to know and got to talk to, who I really highly respect. Um, I won't say her name because I don't know if she wants me sharing this, but uh, I was dancing with her. And I was talking to her afterwards, and I had just moved there, and she told, and we hadn't danced that time before. She said, "Lindy Groove is my favorite place to dance in <laughs> all of California." That's cool, you know. And as someone who I respect a lot, I was like, "Damn, that means this place carries some some fucking weight," mm-hmm. you know. Now, we're talking about Lindy Groove because that's like our home scene, and we—I say we, but I mean you—you you <laughs> drive an hour and 30 hour and 40 one way to get to Lindegu and so do. Th- that's 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 crazy that's absolutely nuts to me I know there are some people who drive an hour hour and a half right I think there's only one other person I know of Hana who drives about the same
1: mm, Hana's like farther like Hanna's <laughs> probably like two hours Cause she's are driving you- in all the way from Palm, Palm Springs that is really far
0: So anytime I see you two, which I want to ask Han to be on the podcast too, but anytime I see you two, I'm like, damn, they're here. They decided to come here on a Thursday, and then they're gonna drive two hours to get home. I think it's such a treat to have you guys both, and I just want to like ask you, what is? Can you describe like the the passion or the motivation that gets you through those long drives? (laughs) Um coffee is a good answer too. <laughs> <laughs> that's I do stop for coffee. Um
1: I honestly I think the biggest thing is like <laughs> it's kind of like the frog that gets slowly boiled. <laughs> oh. Like, oh. When I when I started driving for dance um uh-huh. I was only going to um I was only going to Riverside which is like a 45 minute drive for me. Uh-huh. Um and that's I mean that's still a considerable amount of time but um i i think there's a little bit different mentality uh living up here because everyone up here like there's nothing to do up here so usually people drive down the hill down the hill yeah. is what it's called to oh, uh okay. um to get to like points of interest uh so i started with that 45 minute drive but then especially once the scene in riverside imploded um like going to atomic and lindy grove they're like the same distance for me so it's never like a oh which one like i'll go to this one because it's closer i just it's like different days and like based on my avail- availability of days but i don't know it i like it's weird cuz i don't ever i've never thought about it as as difficult like when i sit down and think about it and like oh if i live down there i could recover 10 hours of my week you know uh-huh. but the driving i think like so i did a a similar drive uh right like when i was still working as a financial advisor i was working in um in lancaster
0: mm-hmm. i was doing
1: a similar drive for work and that was terrible mm-hmm. because i was driving you know hour and a half it's almost two hours sometimes to get to a place where i was miserable the whole time
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like when I show up to Lindy Groove, it's an immediate pick me up. Like I, it's there is no like, like it's not a sacrifice of a drive for me because I, I'm happy thinking about dancing there. Yeah, I will say I've created some uh like commuting rules that I generally very much try to stick to. Like if my overall drive talent drive time. Is longer than my overall dance time, I will not go. Uh. So if I get out the door late and I'm only gonna have like two hours of dancing, well, my overall drive time's three hours, so I'm not gonna go. Yeah. Um, but for Linda Groove, I get there at eight o'clock, teach an hour lesson, and then dance till midnight. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's that's four hours of dancing up against three hours of driving. I'm get, I'm good for it. <laughs>
0: yeah 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 that that totally makes sense um i was gonna say i have a friend i think you met him brennan bowman um short guy with a beard he has a rule that whatever he travels at all but especially for dancing he wants to spend twice as much time dancing or at the location than he is driving and i i always thought that was a cool rule but it sounds to me like for you the difference between driving to work at the same distance and driving to lindy groove is that when you get to lindy groove there's this sense of relief and happiness and joy that just spurs within you knowing you're in that community yeah
1: yeah and it offsets the drive but it also offsets like the entire week like mm. like lindy groove i and that's uh i mean and this is obviously like a thing that for so many people in our community but like when we lost dancing in in 2020 like there was such a huge vacuum Mm, uh, mm -hmm. like because it's it's what a lot of us i think probably unhealthily relied on um to get by every week like it was Mm -hmm. it was our thing it was our thing to create and to like share and you know all of the all of the beautiful things about dancing um like, that's, it still holds true. And I, I was worried about, like, when we com- came back from the pandemic, you know, like, how would our relationship with it be? And I think for the most part, people's relationship with dance is, is a little bit healthier now, which is, which is really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. I've heard people say, like, they look forward to Lindy Groove because it's their artistic release, mm-hmm. you know? some people paint some people play music we like to triple step <laughs> yep that that's our thing well speaking of like dancing then you said that was camp hollywood your first event ever mhm and so you you've gone to have you gone to every single camp hollywood except for like uh, the ones that were canceled
1: yeah so i i can't remember if I my first one was 2004 or 2005 I think it was 2004 but I, I'm not sure um, uh, but yeah I have not missed one since then
0: damn that's but a I've lot really, years.
1: yeah and it's funny because I've experienced so many different sides of Camp Hollywood because when I first started attending I was Mormon and not being a degenerate <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know what you're talking about.
1: We're going to talk about that. <laughs> but um uh, no, like there's so many like the I that's one thing I love about Camp Hollywood and there's only a few events out there that are kind of choose your own adventures. Like you can literally find anything you are into at that event. Like yeah. dance related, party related, like you know, I I went for years as a as a innocent little I mean maybe not innocent, but a Mormon kid that like like i was just there to dance i was just there to take lessons in the mornings and and try my hand at competing and then you know like but i i've seen i've seen a lot of stuff at camp hollywood it was really really awesome
0: i can imagine and now and now you compete at every single event that you you go to and pretty consistently make finals yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah generally um but that I mean but that's a new thing. That's like like I started making finals. I guess it's not new now. Wow. Um but like 2018 was when I like after that year of busting my busting my ass and uh uh in 2017 like making finals. So there were two two of the biggest like competition moments in my dance career was was making finals in in 2018 um i find, found out that i made finals in classic in am classic with iwana and i just started bawling like i was oh. so happy like gosh that feeling just like i did it i finally did it this is like 10 years of competing like yeah, yeah i finally did it and i just i was crying so hard like i i went back to my room and just bawled and bawled oh. like it was it was awesome Um, and then honestly, uh, like I still had always wanted to do the strictly like Mm -hmm, get mm. finals in the am strictly because like that's during the main dance. Like it's, it's the main dance to the live music to like, and it's going ham, like it's going hard. Yeah. And, uh, that was just always my dream. And, and honestly, I thought for a long time, like once I achieved that, I was good with competing. Like that's. That's where I would end, yeah. Um, and then it uh, this year at Camp Hollywood, it happened. And like the best thing about that was, was that like it was the it was the perfect way to achieve that goal. Like it was so many of my friends were in finals. You were there, like pumping everybody up to like that whole like pre that whole pre-competition like warm-up jam thing that we did and then getting out there and you like getting everybody to like jump up and just immediately (laughs) be in the moment yeah like from start to finish that was so fulfilling to me again like Mm -hmm. that was that was the dream being everything checked off and more Mm -hmm. like it was Mm -hmm. the best competition experience i could I think I could ever have, like, I don't Ooh. think I could have a better competition experience. I could have more similar, mm-hmm. but like, that's all I want. That's all I want out of competing was, was that moment.
0: Dude, that was such a special moment too, because we ended it in a circle, just jumping up and down. Like we were like, we, we did it. We did the thing for the people. We put it all out there. Yeah, You know, it was it was it was definitely a moment. I was so happy to like have you, Joanna and Benny and like Yeah.
1: Uh Andrea and Jake, like out of Andrea nowhere. And
0: Jake, the air that they threw. Oh my god. <laughs> Izzy was there, Jonathan was there. Like, man, it was it was definitely a highlight. That I'll I'll never I'll never forget that. You know, Wait, does this mean that you can't do AM uh, strictly this no, year? No, I got,
1: I mean, I got fourth place. But that said, so I took like, I took like probably two days to think about like, like after Camp Hollywood, like, okay, where do I go from here? Like, this was always the goal. What do I do? Like, I don't care about getting a medal from this event. Like, even though I did, I did get medals. Like, I was like, I don't, that's never been my goal with competing.
0: Right. Like,
1: I compete to get into finals because I don't want to have FOMO.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I just after a while I was like, you know what? I'm not done. I'm not done growing, and I'm not done learning. And like, how do I achieve that to the best of my ability? And I made, I don't. Maybe it's a stupid decision. Maybe it's a stupid decision. But I think, I think it's the right one for me. Um, I'm no longer gonna do am um because i want something to really drive me really pull uh, me into working and dancing at the best level that i've ever danced at um and so i'm working hard to to compete in open now will i be in open uh what's it called camp hollywood
0: purgatory,
1: uh, purgatory for the rest of my life absolutely <laughs> will i become a much better dancer yes so to me i i don't mind being in, in purgatory for that like and i'm still like so laura and i are, are currently training for camp jitterbug
0: yeah
1: um and we're going to use camp jitterbug as a um like see how we feel about that event and competing there and then decide if we want to do camp hollywood yeah um unfortunately because i would totally dance with Nadia again but Nadia's not done with am which i totally understand yeah she's like i want to i want to get get more of that so um i i might still do like i i might still do a am showcase if i can find somebody to do a showcase with and that sort of thing uh-huh. um but aside from that mix and match i'm dancing up uh strictly i'm dancing up and then classic i'm dancing up oh yeah and then showcase Bal and Shag. Well, Shag doesn't even have an Am, but uh, Bal will do am as well.
0: Wait, so for Camp Hollywood, it's amateur, open, advanced, right?
1: No, it's just am and open. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, like uh, the joke is like, if you're doing mix and match at Camp Hollywood, you're just donating to Nick Williams, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, but like, legitimately.
0: <laughs> yeah, know? he's didn't one year he won like two things or something like that, like first and second for something. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think. I that. think
1: Nick Williams has won mix and match the last like five years or something like that. It's crazy. Um, um I will say, generally, like. And I, I hope to not give myself too much like like I'd like to ha- think that I have a, a decent idea of where my dancing is level wise. Mm-hmm. And I think I do think if I worked really worked my ass off, especially with Laura, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe not this year, but over the next couple years, like there are a few spots in Strictly that are a little bit more of like a oh we don't know who's going to take those right there's probably four or five spots where you're like you could fight for those spots there's no way I'm going to beat Nils and Bianca or (sighs) you know like like there are a few people in there that I'm just like there's no way like with the amount of dancing I do like Uh they're literally funded by the Swedish government to dance yeah but but you know there i think there are those few slots where i'm like okay i could fight for those few slots
0: Um, wow definitely something to look forward to for sure um definitely i'm i i'm very excited to watch you ascend (laughs) hopefully i'll be there cheering cheering my ass off
1: if my if my body allows me god
0: (laughs) hey no more getting injured. Ira passed on my injury curse to Benny and Bianca, so no one else <laughs> can be affected. Okay, we made the joke. Well,
1: I'm together. glad that you're getting rid of it.
0: <laughs> I'm trying right now. My back is tweaked, but it's okay. It's it's not it's not debilitating. I have a I have a theory that it's because Benny and I competed at uh, Lindy Focus together, and then he competed. I know. <laughs> And then he competed with Bianca at <laughs> Hot Rhythm. Now they're both injured. So I'm like, man, I really hope that I, I haven't cursed anyone else. Amy hasn't gotten injured. So yeah. we're good. Yeah. No, nah, Amy, Amy has damage.
1: Yeah. But, anyways, anyways, Amy is somebody I would love to work with. Like talking about partners that, like, I, Amy is just such a beautiful human.
0: <laughs> she, she, 100%. She told me. That you had mentioned that, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, she was like, "Yeah, that'd be really dope." And I was cheering you guys on. That's what I was saying about the whole like partnership thing. It's so nice that we can all just dance with everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Like Amy, Amy Jungle, and well, Amy and I, we have like this whole thing where she dances with Grant, dances with Jet, and dance with me, dance with Mishu, and I think one other person. Well, I'm forgetting. Oh, Ryan and then like jungle partners with me for lindy hop but she partners with like grant and mark and all that yeah which yeah which is a whole i'm going to have her on this podcast but dude can we just acknowledge how much that lady works
1: i mean but i i haven't really i haven't really seen it because i'm not down there when she works but i saw the fruits of her labor with mark like for that competition that was so dope yeah dude like i yeah. i was I was teasing them like I was like, I like I would prefer no other couple to like absolutely destroy me in the competition.
0: <laughs> Dude, they they, they even, been, yeah, they've been working so so fucking hard. I, I was like
1: they they legit could have gone into the advanced uh, and still done fine.
0: Oh that's what they're doing next year.
1: Yeah, that's what they have to now.
0: They have to. They have no choice. I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to have to do for Camp Hollywood, too, because HRH is a big enough event where they can't do AM.
1: Well, there's uh, there's no AM shag at Camp Hollywood. Oh, it's just so. open.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Damn. I'll probably... I haven't talked with Nadia about it, but I'll hopefully um, we can do shag at Camp
0: Hollywood, though. I would love that. Cool. Well, uh, let's start winding down. I have, like, three other questions okay. for you. So the the first one is what events are you planning to go to this year?
1: Oh, this is the Paul Dance's endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm actually this year I'm actually attempting to wind down my dancing a little bit like my, my travel dancing
0: mm.
1: um, because I'm trying to save up for a few uh, a few things. um like one my family for the first time ever is traveling outside of the US we're going to Paris for my sister's graduation
0: oh and
1: it's the first time my family has ever traveled out of country together
0: dude
1: um but that's in july so or in uh, june so we got to save up for that um and then the other big thing is uh I, a lot of us have talked about going to snowball at the end of the year and that is one that I would love to do like going international with a bunch of dance friends let's go like that is gonna be awesome
0: yeah yeah that'll be that'll be a good time okay so right now you're obviously gonna go to um camp hollywood yeah
1: so camp hollywood uh and and snowball are like the top top on the list yeah um
0: you said Camp Jitterbug? I'll just
1: go through my... So Camp Jitterbug actually... And Camp Jitterbug is really, really awesome with helping support the stream
0: because mm-hmm. um, they
1: actually fly me up there and then admit me uh, into the event to, to live stream. So thank mm-hmm. you, Camp Jitterbug. You are awesome <laughs> and very supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly... Um, like, I I want to support the events that I that show that they really care about the community and um, Camp Jitterbug is that for me. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs>
0: Noted.
1: <laughs> Noted. Um, uh, let's see. So after Camp Jitterbug, I actually am kind of thinking about going up to um, what's uh, Northwest Lin- uh, Balboa, Belfast, yeah. um, in Seattle. If I can swing it, I I just need to I need to see if I if I can afford it. Mm-hmm. Um. I still really, 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 really want to go to Uptown Swing Out. I've always wanted to go to that event, and I've never been. Mm. Um, yeah, that's... I, I really want to try to get to that, but it's just hard because it's so close to Camp
0: Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... Um, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I probably actually won't go to Denver this year. Um, I usually go to... um, What's it called? Lindy, Lindy on, the rocks, on the Rocks, but... One of my Denver friends, well, she's in Boulder, uh, is getting married this year, and so I'm already planning on going out there for that. So i I don't know if I can swing it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Utah might actually be back with an event this year in October, and if so, I'll be going to that. Um, is that it? <laughs> uh actually fourth of july uh, is a tradition i i usually try to go to um swing dependence oh yeah in in, uh arizona it's the stupidest event that i love like it is so dumb to go to arizona in july um but i love the event (laughs) the event runners and the event is just stupid fun like it's it's fun it's sweaty and disgusting but it's fun dude
0: I was supposed to go with you guys. I had FOMO. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Okay. But yeah,
1: so I guess like after 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 saying it, I don't think I've dialed down that dialed back that. Much. Yeah, you mentioned Just a still... good
0: amount, man. You mentioned a good amount. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um well, I'm not going to lie to you, brother. I'm at a point where I really need a piece, So we're going to wind this down a little bit. <laughs> All right. Yeah,
1: sounds good. <laughs>
0: uh, so there are two questions left. One of them is where can our listeners find more Paul Dances stuff? Instagram.
1: The, yeah, so all the content. Um, and I have been actually live streaming a lot more lately. Um, live streaming, mm-hmm. dancing, and gaming. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Paul Dances or twitch.tv slash paul dances. Um, you can actually go to my website for all of these links, by the way. That's Paul Dances.tv um mm-hmm. but on instagram it's paul dances tv uh tiktok it's paul dances tv and twitter i think it's just paul i think it might actually be paul dances tv as well but yeah those are those places to find me um i'm most active on uh twitch and on tiktok
0: awesome 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 okay well, y'all heard it here. I'll put it down in the uh, description all those links. Now, the last question I have is what's a message you want to leave for all Lindy Hoppers that are listening? Um
1: so, I actually uh I think just because we talked about competitions so much, uh I think yeah. I'll just leave a a message that I was thinking about last night. Um I went to a big hip hop competition called uh uh Vibe. Uh-huh. Vibe 2023. And I was just so inspired by um I was so inspired by so many of the values that, that I saw that overlapped Lindy Hop. Um oh. like it's really, really cool. Like on stage, they were like the MC is talking about how like just to remember that all of this is about community. It's all about connecting with each other and all about like, like I just it was it was so cool to to see that and it was it was inspiring to know that i don't know even though like sometimes we get in our heads about like competing and and like being the best that we can be which again like especially in hip hop like people are like like going after each other like it is it is like no holds bar but at the end of the day like we're only doing this because we love the community and because we love the dance and it's about like being there and representing and like i i just like when we compete we need to just make sure that we keep all of that like keep a balance like approach it with a love for the community and a love for the dance before uh before anything else like yeah yeah, it's cool that we want to throw down and that we want to win and we want to do all that but like if we get too caught up in that, I think the dancing, the competing stops being, I don't know. It's not what the dance is about, at least for me, you know, and it can be a you can be into bad different things for different people, but I I I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of wavering oh. around with it, but like just just be just care for people and care for the dance and uh respect where it came comes from and uh and shout for people oh man that's one thing you do so well Andre, yeah. shout for people man the hip-hop competition people are like leaving that place without a voice like cheer for people oh it's i've actually started like, i'm nerding out just for a second i know you gotta pee but like <laughs> like i've we've actually laura and i have started to tell uh, our newbie dancers like hey if you're on the if you're on the dance floor on the side of the dance floor and you're watching Feel free to watch and and hang out, but like acknowledge somebody and be like, yeah, get it. Like, and it, like, I actually saw a newbie dancer do that the other day. And I was like, yes, we need more of that. We need more, like just support all around, even on the social dance floor.
0: Dude, Uh, I I fucking love that. No, that's, that's, that's prime right there. You are speaking my language 150%. Uh, Y'all, this is not going to be the last time Paul's going to be on this, on this podcast. I guarantee it there's so many things that we could talk about we may like make it topic centric next time but i wanted to thank you all for coming on paul thank you for being on the podcast
1: Andrew. thanks for having me this is uh uh, anytime i get to talk (laughs) talk too much so
0: (laughs) no dude that's (laughs) good that's good and that thing you're talking about about like shouting and really like uh saying being loud for people Let's go. It's coming. It's coming. More news later. But all right. Thank you all so much. I'm going to stop the recording now, but Paul, don't go anywhere. Thank you so much, everyone. And we'll see you on the next episode. (sighs)